The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrfbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US-based and available in 40 states. Head over to Cut, that's K-U-T-T dot com and use the promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And finally, we're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. The guys just dropped their bonus behind-the-scenes episode of Sean winning $200,000. Plus, this week's pick and prize is a free $250 Super Bowl square. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon to join today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon to join today. Fantastic start for Manchester United. Here's Pedro Neto. Ignore his shots. Now the penalty for the challenge on Neto. Does he touch it? I mean, look, there's not a tremendous amount of contact if he does. Is it enough to really knock him to the floor? No, it's not. But if there's contact, it'll be a penalty.
You are listening to BetMUFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. You can also follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on X at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And also at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And finally, be sure to also follow my other X account. That one is at X. That's at X. I post free plays on that account. I've gone 100% with my free plays so far in 2024. And also... Most importantly, I post my monthly profit and loss spreadsheet because unlike many, I'll actually attract and transparent handicapper who's actually delivered 128 months in a row of transparent and track profit. At the moment, you can see month number 127 as the pin tweet. The pin tweet is always the latest month. You can scroll down to find all the other months or you can simply head over to lockbetting.com where they're all posted in a more more convenient and easy to find location. But the pin tweet at the moment is the 127th month. is is the month of December, which landed us £4,450 of profit, which once converted is good for over $6,000. We'll be posting the month of January in the next 48 hours. So essentially after the weekend, you can see the month of January. If you want to do further research and see those spreadsheets, they're all available at lockbetting.com. When you dig through my spreadsheets, I encourage you to do so, by the way. I encourage you to do that research, do that due diligence and see on the spreadsheets, most importantly, how we manage a bankroll because obviously you know that they will all add up to a profit and they'll be verified by members but bankroll management is the key because anybody can lose loads of money and then whack out a big 40 unit play at the end we don't even chase one unit losers one unit losers with two unit plays we don't have three unit plays four unit plays five unit plays 10 unit plays whale plays max plays play of the week play of the year play of the century play of the decade play of the millennium none of that nonsense that is monopoly money money garbage for guys who are just looking to take your money on x they're not really gambling they don't know what they're doing they're not tracked they're not transparent we're none of that we manage a bankroll sensibly making betting accessible for anybody who wants to have more fun participating in this hobby, which is what it is. It's a hobby for people with a disposable income and we make it more fun by making you that money. At least we have done so far for 128 months in a row, meaning we've been undefeated in sports betting for almost 11 years. We are four months away from saying we haven't had a single losing month in sports betting for 11 years. So if you have any questions, fire them over to me at X. That's at X. So moving on with this edition of Bet MUFC, obviously you heard at the top of the show, Man United involved in another thrilling game, this time coming out on top of a 4-3 scoreline. After losing a couple of 4-3s in the Champions League, it was nice to win one, but we did make this much harder than needed. Now, in Man United's defence, Casemiro's foul is absolutely not a penalty and that changed the game. We were coasting at that point. Man United actually played well in the first half and were coasting to a comfortable victory. The penalty was a gift, once again, rendering VAR absolutely irrelevant and pointless because if you're given a penalty for that, then there's absolutely no point having VAR. I had a second chance to look at it, still decided that Casemiro made contact. You can clearly see that Casemiro makes absolutely no contract, contact at all. And it was a little bit of a game changer. From that point, Man United went 3-1 up and still should have seen the game out. But then we concede a sloppy goal from a set piece. And then Andre Anana is once again 
an absolute irrelevant statue for that third goal. He's just standing there. He's beating at his near post. I've completely given up on this goalkeeper. I think now we've seen too many mistakes. It's one thing to make a poor start, but at this point where you've um, made mistake after mistake, you're the reason we're not in the Champions League. You go away to the African nations. Uh, your country doesn't even want to play you. You come back. For some reason, um, Eric Ten Hag was desperate to rush this goalkeeper back and he concedes another three goals against Wolves. Um, the equaliser for 3-3, of course, being his fault. And then Kobe Mainu manages to bail us out, scoring two minutes later in the 97th minute of the game. Thrilling. Nice to win that type of game. Good performances from some players as well. Positives to take out of this game, including a goal from Marcus Rashford, who obviously on the last episode, I was adamant I wanted sold. And my mind hasn't been changed by one goal. Perhaps some supporters will now get back on the Rashford bandwagon. But we've seen too much of this. I stand by what I said. He's too inconsistent. He's too stop-start. And it would not surprise me to see him having a bad game against West Ham tomorrow. Um, before we move on to covering that game, we are going to listen to Eric Ten Hag and um, his thoughts about that game as Manchester United will be taking on West Ham at Old Trafford tomorrow. That will be a two o'clock kickoff and we will be previewing that shortly. But before we preview that and before we listen to Eric Ten Hag, let me take a quick pause to tell you guys about the SGP on Patreon. The guys just dropped this month's bonus episode and it's a behind the scenes look at the breakdown of Sean's 200k win. This week's Patreon pick and prize is a free $250 Super Bowl square plus access to all picks sheet and exclusive channel on discord head over to sportsgallonpockers.com slash patreon that's sportsgallonpockers.com slash patreon let me also take this pause to tell you guys about underdog fantasy underdog fantasy is a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long nfl nba nhl college basketball and college football so you pick higher or low on your favorite players fantasy stats and you can cash in you can also win 100 times with some spicy plays as well so watch along make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on over an underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com when you sign up with our promo code sgpn Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. Tuesday is the Munich anniversary. Could I um, ask you what, you what you've learned about the anniversary and what you've come to understand during your time at the club? Uh, I, I think it tells a lot about the legacy of this club, about uh, so the, the DNA from this club, about... Um, yeah, having big setbacks, uh, tragedy, um, but fight back. I fight back also with young players, uh, young players who um, should express uh, resilience. I like, for instance, Kobe Mino, uh, his academy product, and yeah, he showed that resilience today. Uh, but um, Munich uh, was of, was a disaster for the club, and how the club. Uh, re- recovered from it, but also how individuals recovered from it. Uh, it was great to, um, yeah, it, it's such a disaster where you that survive, survived this, and then a couple of years later you're lifting uh, the the biggest trophy in European football. Uh, that is is immense, and I think we always should remember this and uh, that this is the legacy uh, why why Manchester United exists. And um, and what we should match as a club, as a team, as an individual. Could I just ask? Obviously, some of us be use a lot of young homegrown players. Is that um, a responsibility that you have as the manager of Manchester United to try and bring through the players from the academy? 
that is um, I, I'm always a bit driven by by this motivation and that's one of the reasons why I'm here and to to develop young players and yeah, that is um, you, you need you need patient but also you need the right structures and you you need uh, capable um, coaches in the academy uh, about for football, but also about other other sides uh, or, uh, personalities. And you have to to develop and um, yeah, the, the, to bring young players in can, uh, is a big advantage because they know the DNA of the club. Last question, time. Hi, Eric. Just ask about uh, Rasmus. He's, he's probably played more this season than you maybe expected when you brought him in, maybe more than he expected. He's had some difficult moments in a struggling team, but he's never gone missing. He's, what have you made of his, his attitude and his character this season and, and the way you've kind of gone about his business for a young player? Uh, he, is, he is a great character. He always uh, keeps going. He always wants to improve. And, uh, and you see now... And now the team is better, and the, the team is more stable. Now we serve the front line better, and that he starts scoring. And you see, there's something, something growing right? with uh, with Resi, with Canacho, with Bruno in the back. Um, also, other players uh, uh, from from the second and the third line. So he's coming more in a position to score. But I can tell you, it's not easy for a striker when you have high expectations from yourself. And also, I think the outside world has high expectations to fulfill that. And when it's not working, of course, uh, and that is uh, the character every striker needs. Hey? Um, he gets angry, he gets mad when he's not scoring. And, but also, and that's why we selected him, he has the resilience and the calmness and to perform under that stress. He's not, he, he doesn't have at any moment that he wants to give up. No, he keeps going. And every time he keeps going to put him in, his, in the right position. And I'm happy that he is now starts to score. And uh, also what, but that counts for many players of his, for young players. Uh, I think there's a lot of space for improvement, but he's still now on very good levels. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very brief little press conference there. Um, asked about the Munich disaster and also answered a question there about Rasmus Hoyland. We're going to move on to looking at the West Ham game. But before we do that, let me let you guys know about Cut. Cut allows you to list almost any kind of bet and is perfect for getting action on those fun Super Bowl prop bets. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use the promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Let me also tell you guys about Hall of Fame Bets, where you can stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. So we close out by looking ahead to this West Ham game. Can Manchester United finally build up some momentum, win back-to-back games and start to move up the table? The boogies think they can and have them priced up here as the 8-13 to favourites to win at home to West Ham. 
It's 10 to 3 on the draw. And West Ham come to Old Trafford here as the 4 to 1 underdogs. West Ham still have some significant injuries and some players away. And I think that Manchester United should be able to beat this version of West Ham. For me, it's a case of this version of Man United versus this version of West Ham. West Ham missing some key players through injury and because of the African nations, whilst Manchester United finally, finally have everybody back. And last season, with a full squad to choose from, Manchester United were a very, very strong team at Old Trafford. This fixture only really happened a few weeks ago. That's the weird thing about the EPL fixtures sometimes. Sometimes you have a game just one side of Christmas and then you repeat that fixture on the other side of Christmas, whilst then you have other games where teams don't play each other for six or seven months. It's weird how it's done. Um, We've just had the um, opening game of the season fixtures repeated. So obviously that was a five-month gap. But these two only played a few weeks ago and are playing once again. But my point is that game was a very one-sided one. It was Manchester United who dominated that game until West Ham got the first goal against the run of play and ended up winning 2-0. But that was a scoreline that absolutely flattered West Ham on the day. Manchester United should have gone to the London Stadium and won. But that's a game where Manchester United... That's the stadium, sorry, where Manchester United are notoriously poor. But West Ham are notoriously poor at Old Trafford. So I think when you look at how poor West Ham have been at Old Trafford in recent years, when you look at how poor David Moyes has been as a manager playing against Manchester United, when you look at the fact that Manchester United were the dominant team on West Ham's turf but came up on the losing end, and when you look at the fact that Manchester United finally have the full squad of players to choose from, uh, perhaps for um, the first period of the season for Ten Hag, because he hasn't had them at the start of the season, he certainly hasn't had them recently, and only now do we have everybody back, barring one or two names, but for me, Mason Mount is no longer a player who I consider to be in the starting lineup. I think that would be your one major absentee. Um, Tyrone Malassia isn't the left back. Luke Shaw is the left back. So it's hard to really make a case for the likes of Malassia, Martial, uh, Mason Mount. These aren't starters. At the moment, I believe that the Manchester United 11 who played against Wolves is our starting lineup. And this version of Manchester United, I do believe, will be able to beat West Ham. Um, obviously, there's some concerning things when you look at the data. The fact that Manchester United have conceded two or more goals in six of the last seven Premier League games, while this West Ham side have scored two or more goals in five of the last six Premier League away assignments. Um, that does concern you because it basically tells you that Manchester United may need to score three goals to win this game. But I do believe that is something Manchester United are capable of doing. We have actually scored four goals in each of our last two games, albeit one of the games was against Newport. Um, But there's no doubt that the Wolves win is significant. Big sides have gone to Wolves this season and struggled. City have lost there. Tottenham have lost there. So it's a big result for Manchester United. It's also big that we have managed to score eight goals in our last two games, albeit we have conceded five But I do believe that um, it was an unfortunate turning point for us with Casemiro conceding that penalty that never was. And um, I think this attacking version of Manchester United with the Old Trafford crowd behind him in what is a sellout tomorrow um, will be able to get over the line. So I am going to keep it simple. There's lots of data here for goals. I've just ran through it. There's data for West Ham to score a couple of goals and and also for Man United to concede a couple of goals. And um, 
you could argue that Manchester United would maybe need to score three goals to win this game. Therefore, over two and a half appeals, maybe even over three and a half appeals, maybe BTTS combined with over two and a half goals appeals if you want to go down the goals route. But for me, I really strongly fancy Manchester United to get back-to-back wins. In fact, if you look at the Newport game as well, it would be three wins in a row. If you dig further back than that and look at the um, the Tottenham game, where Manchester United probably should have won that game, but ended up with a 2-2 draw. Man United are actually unbeaten in 2024. Now, that might not sound like a major feat, but when you're having the season that Manchester United are having, you have to take these small little wins. You have to take some comfort from the fact that we are putting a little bit of a run together at the moment. We had a comeback win against Aston Villa and immediately ended up losing away to Nottingham Forest. That was a significant disappointment. But since then, um, we've won a game away to Wigan 2-0, which should have been more convincing. Uh, We've had a 2-2 draw against Tottenham, which was a game we should have won. Uh, We were pegged back against Newport, which was disappointing either side of the half, but we did end up showing some character to win 4-2. And we definitely showed character to to come back and win the game 4-3 against Wolves after unfortunately letting them come back from from us being 3-1 up but we had to get 2-0 up we had to get 3-1 up that shows that Manchester United may be moving in the right direction Rasmus Hoyland scoring goals that's a step in the right direction Rashford scored that's a step in the right direction Casemiro is back um, Rafa Varane looks like the defender that we purchased once again Luke Shaw has been pretty consistent on the left-hand side Bruno Fernandes is almost always consistent Kobe Mainu is a huge positive this season so is um, so are some of the performances from Gunnar so there are positives there and I look for Manchester United to win once again and um, your play actually not only your play um, let's make it a lock we are actually going to give out a lock here on the show now we haven't done that very often on Bet MUFC obviously last season was a hugely significant one for us we ended up going 11 and 0 100% with our locks on Bet MUFC this season has been a little bit different not as good but still a very positive outcome when we've decided to take a lock on Betham UFC we've ended up going 6-2-1 and one so far this season so that's a very very positive return and we'll be looking to go 7-2-1 and one with our Betham UFC locks tomorrow as we make this play an official lock we're going to take Manchester United on the money line at the price of 8-13 if you shop around you can still find Manchester United at four to six minus one fifty. Although the price I quoted of eight to thirteen is the price that is more widely available. That's it for me and this edition of Bet MUFC. Good luck with all of your bets as always, and thanks for listening.